11 minutes past 8, you're with SAFM 104 to 107. Kathy's saying, thank you. I'm dancing around the room and loving it. You can thank our team for making it happen. Who's on the team? It is uh, Zanele making it happen. And then, of course, we've got on the decks the one and only Bunny Rabbit. <laughs> okay, I think that's funny. I'm, I'm sorry. It's like it's... A Anyway, it's time for us to go into the health feature for today. Um, we're doing it slightly different. There's a, something called Ozempic. What is it? It's a diabetes drug, and it's become a viral weight loss hit. But there have been some criti- uh, critical uh, conversations around it as well. We're going to try and find a bit more about it. Omi Naidu is a head dietitian at Nutrition Wellness. Omi, thank you so much for joining us. It's a very good morning to you and your listeners, and thank you for having me on the show. Omi, I don't want uh, us to go into a conversation here talking about a miracle cure because that would just be a sales pitch. I need us to understand what the challenges are as well as what the successes are with regards to this because what we're looking at is um, the, a, a drug, a diabetes drug that has become, is being used as a viral weight loss hit. This uh, feels a little bit strange and a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about it. First of all, let's talk about um, how the two have been aligned. So if you're looking at it, it's important to understand whilst uh, this drug is not indicated for weight loss in South Africa, it's indicated for diabetes management. But there are other countries in the world where it is indicated for weight loss. So it's not uncommon practice for doctors to use products off-label And it's important that any discussions today should be just the initiation of you as a patient opening up that conversation with your healthcare provider to see if it fits your profile. So when you say a drug is prescribed off-label, I mean, it's not illegal, but certainly there are rules around an off-label drug. Talk to us about that. I wouldn't be the experts in terms of pharmaceutical regulation, but I would definitely say there's a whole host of drugs in every different disease entity that has been used off-label where the healthcare providers see evidence and they see benefit for the specific patient population. So so um, I'm, just try- I'm just trying to get an understanding of what off-label means for those of our listeners who may not know. I certainly don't know the term. So you have a regulatory body which then registers uh, a product sorry. and when... Sorry? Hello. Hello. Can can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Sorry, it must have been a bit of network issues. So you have a drug. Uh, I'm not sure how much of that you heard, but you have a drug that's then registered in a country for a specific indication. And that indication has safety data. It's got research that backs its usage in that specific area. When a product is used off-label, that means it hasn't gotten the indication in that specific country as yet. So how does that then work? So in this particular case, um, doctors, and I'm assuming yourself, are prescribing Ozempic, which is um, has a prescription for diabetes, as a viral weight loss uh, 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 drug. The question, I suppose, then is how does that work in terms of safety? What happens if... You know, you know that people are losing weight on it, but what happens if there is something that hasn't been tested in this particular space? So just to clarify, I'm a dietitian, so I wouldn't prescribe it, but you've oh. got your healthcare, your primary care doctors who would prescribe it. Okay. And there is safety data, and hence that's how it has clinical indication 
in other countries ah, like the okay. US. Yeah. So okay. there is safety data. There is. It's just that at the specific time, obviously, it's indicated for its main core purpose, which is diabetes management. Maybe in years to come or in time to come, the company may approach and get that indication for weight loss as well. So what would you as a dietitian, if someone came to you and they were obese, and I suppose the big question we all have to ask is, what do you consider to be obese? I mean, is it does everybody have a different obesity level or is it um, is there a kind of uh, a weight number that um, everybody says, okay, now that's obesity? How does that work? So the clinical guidelines tell us that if somebody has a body mass index, if we take their weight yeah. and we divide it by their height squared, yeah. if it's above 30, they, they they can be considered for this type of therapy, okay. as well as if they have a BMI of 27 with a combination of one of the lifestyle diseases. And when we say lifestyle diseases, it could be diabetes, hypertension, or high cholesterol. So and, when they have chronic diseases such as lifestyle diseases, we lower the threshold as to when it can be used. And you, you talk about diabetes, hypertension, and high cholesterol. Those, of course, would be what you could be um, brought on by, by obesity, I would imagine. Absolutely. So uh, obesity drives these lifestyle diseases. And, you know, an interesting study that was done by WITS uh, yeah. in 2022, it was published, they found that obesity cost the South African health budget 33 billion. I'll repeat that 33 billion, which was nearly 15% of the total healthcare budget for the year. So wow. something that we may see as aesthetics, we may see as, you know, it's trending and it's viral. It's definitely a health crisis brewing that we're not paying enough attention to. The stats tell us 31% of men in South Africa are obese and nearly 70% of women in South Africa are obese. 30% men, 70% women, wow. telling us that time to come, the burden of disease is going to be significant. The cost on the on the on government and on the medical um, sector as well. Um, Omi, what would happen if I came to you? Um, would how would it work? I would come to you as a dietitian. I'd be like, I am feeling like I'm overweight. I'm feeling. Uh, like I'm not eating properly, would you suggest eating or, or does eating, I mean, an exercise, does it have any effect whatsoever? So I'm happy you asked this question because, you know, the one key thing from all of these anti-obesity drug studies yeah. is that when these individuals were placed on these drugs, it was always in combination with a calorie-restricted diet. So yeah. it was 1,200 calories to 1,800 calories, telling us that, these medications are not to be done in isolation. It's not meant to think that if I'm taking this, I need to negate from eating healthy and mind, being mindful of my calories. So, you know, the results we see in all of the studies is also attributed to healthy eating, which is the core of it. Because once you stop the drug, the studies show us that your weight can go back up. The only thing that can prevent that is if you continue these calorie restrictions, mindful eating, and being conscious of how much are you eating. So, so I mean, I've heard this often, and I'm <laughs> sorry to harp on it. Are you saying that actually to lose weight, exercise may not do what it's required to, but healthy eating could certainly make a difference? So I think each one plays a, a significant role. Uh, yeah. Exercise and uh, lifestyle is going to be very important. Your food choice is even more important. But, you know, an interesting statistic also is that Roughly, researchers say roughly 80% of obesity is also related to genetics. Yeah. 
So yeah. the question is, do I sit back and say my gene, my gene pool tells me that I'm going to get diabetes, hypertension and heart disease? Do I sit back and do all the wrong things and wait for it? Or do <laughs> I step up today and make the changes so that I can change? I can become the 20 percent that don't end up with the condition. So let's look at uh, if people say, okay, fine, I want to take this new drug, which was not new. It's uh, the diabetes drug, Zempic, and uh, let's see what uh, may happen. What are the pros and cons of this? Okay, so the, the drug falls into a class called GLP-1 receptor agonist, which it's a scientific term, but it just means there's a hormone in the gut called GLP-1, and it basically helps to control your sugar the levels number one yeah and number two it also helps to work to regulate your appetite so it delays your stomach from emptying number one and number two is that it acts on a part of the brain called the hypothalamus which controls our appetite our hunger and satiety so it makes you feel full quicker and in that way you start eating less and you have better sugar control so even as a non-diabetic Sugar, better sugar levels after a meal is better because that means your body releases less insulin and insulin is a fat-storing hormone. Is this, um, how accessible is it? I'm, rumor has it that it's a very expensive drug. Yes, no, it, it definitely does cost uh, quite a bit and it varies from pharmacy to pharmacy, but it's, it's going to cost quite a bit for the, and the average person is not going to be able to access it as well as medical schemes don't always cover these kind of therapies. Okay, just, just out of interest, um, when would a medical scheme cover a therapy of this nature? So I think there's different provisions and different schemes, but also, you know, there needs to be some sort of a higher BMI. There needs to be, sometimes they may request the patient to pay for six months. And then from there, if, if the practitioner can show the story that this drug is helping them, it could be helping them in the sense of they're dropping their diabetes medication dosages, dropping their blood pressure medication dosages, and that healthcare saving may contribute to the funder thinking it may warrant a short-term usage of it. That's nutrition wellness head dietitian Omi Naidu talking about um, a new, well, it's not a new drug, it's a diabetes drug, and it's being used currently for Ozempic. Certain challenges to that and uh, cost just being one of them. The Super Eagles are closer to making their slogan 